Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Empower Single Mom Podcast on today. Today is Tuesday. I hope y'all had an amazing, awesome day on yesterday. Even though my day started off kind of rough yesterday, um, I still had a great day. So today is Tuesday. Before we get started, before we get into our 40-day fast journey into day eight, let's greet this day. I greet this day with God love in my heart. It is the greatest secret to success no matter what life brings. It calms every storm. When the enemy persecutes my soul, love comforts it. When I face darkness, love brings light. When my heart is overwhelmed, love will inspire and encourage it. When my heart is distressed, love will remind me of God's goodness over the years. Um, when I feel discouraged, Love will lift my hands to the Lord and fill my mouth with a song. I will worship him this day with love in my heart. I greet this day with God love in my heart. When it feels like heaven is silent, love will remind me that God knows what I'm going through. He has a plan and he will provide for my every need. I greet this day with God love in my heart. Love will lead me. Love will direct me. Love will inspire me. Love will heal me. Love will fill me and love will revive me. I greet this day with God love in my heart. Love will deliver me from my enemy. It will protect me in time for storm. Because of God love today, all those who seek to hurt me will be stopped. But love makes my shield of faith work. I love all who I come in contact today. I will love the weak and make them strong. I will love the inspired and be inspired by them. I will love the empty and help them be filled. I will love the filled and they will overflow. I will love the broken and they will be healed. I greet this day with God love in my heart and it will quench all the thoughts of the wicked one. I confront everyone I face with love. It will shine through my eyes, bring a smile to my face and bring a wave of peace through my voice. It lower people to fits and empower them to experience God's presence. I greet this day with God love in my heart because he loved me and I will love myself and I will love others. And I will love life, no matter what I face. From this moment forward, fear and, fear and hate leave my body and mind. Fear and hate leave my family and home in Jesus' name. So today we have greeted this day. So let's get started. We're just doing our 40-day fasting for wrong thinking. And today is still day nine, which states I feel like a victim. So how many of y'all have ever felt like y'all a victim, like, Popo me, why I have to go through this. I'm always feel like I'm the one going through this. Like, you just make your, you just feel like a victim. Like, no matter what, you just feel like a victim. But we're going to change that way of thinking today. Today, we're fasting from the thought to say, I feel like a victim. Um, The worst prison in the world is the one we put ourselves in, in, is our mind. That's the worst place to be. Um. The mind is so powerful that sometimes your mind can have you. Sometimes your mind can have you somewhere that you don't want to be. So the worst place in the world to be, we put ourselves is in our own mind. We put ourselves in our. We can't get out of our head. I, I'm gonna tell you a story, but then I'm gonna get started. Uh, this, yesterday, I get up like I have this routine, and I I try to break it, but it's like. Since I deal with anxiety, I feel like I have to do this because if I don't do it, I will feel like my my day might not go the way I want it to go. You know, I have this my kids, but my kids cause it's like a ritual, but it's not like a ritual. It's just I have a schedule. So I get up in the morning, I do my workout. I try to get up at three, but sometimes it don't work. 
I'll give it three. Do my little workout. Uh, maybe cook dinner. I mean dinner. Maybe cook breakfast for them. And um, get over and do my podcast and get ready to go to work. That's that's what I do. But yesterday after I worked out, I, I felt anxious. My heart started racing. I didn't know where it was coming from. This stuff felt anxious. And I, my kids was just like, asked one of my kids to come in here and talk to me or whatever. And I just felt so like it was like I was not myself. So I was like, wait a minute. But I did my podcast, whatever. And I still felt after I did, I still felt anxious after my kids went off to go to school or whatever. I'm at home and I started feeling anxious again. I was like, wait a minute. I had to just call somebody because I knew my mom was about to have me to call 911 and I was going to be back in the ambulance. That's how far, that's how far. I think I probably had went yesterday because I had was going to call in to work so I'm not coming to work today. I'm not doing that. But I pushed myself to um, to get to work. I pushed myself. Uh, my kids texted me, asked me was I okay. Um, they told me don't let the devil win. I put on some music and I started listening to some um, music, like gospel music, just to get my day going. Throughout the whole day, I still felt like I was off key. I don't know if I didn't drink enough water, or I just ate bad, but I just felt so bad to where I was like, oh, I'm not trying to, like, no. So I had to tell myself that I was okay, because if not, I know where my mind would have had me. Then I'd be looking crazy and retarded, because you know, I felt for the trap of the enemy. So today we're gonna now back to what I'm talking about. Today we're gonna talk about how you may feel like a victim, but you're really not a victim. Because why you are victorious. So let's change that way of thinking today. Number one, no one can keep you in your certain situation except you. We must begin today to accept total responsibility to become victor. Not victim. You are more than a conqueror, more than a victor. So no one can keep you in your current situation. That I means you can change your situation. You can change it for the best or you can change it for the worst. No one can keep you there but you, except you. I mean, like you have, no matter what situation you're in, you can be like, I'm in this abusive relationship. Uh, he won't let me leave. You see, uh, you can leave. I've been in that situation where I was scared to leave a situation like that. I was, the only person that could change it was me. I saw what it was doing to my kids. And I saw where he had got to the point where he had my kids calling me out of my name. And that's, no, that's not, that's a no-no. And then one night he, he beat me um, in front of my kids and then my kids saw it. So that was like, that's my cue. And I always told God before I even had kids and before I even met somebody, if somebody ever put their hands on me and my kids see it, that's, I'm out. I stood by that and I stood on that saying that I was out. Cause I seen my, what they did to my, my mom and my dad used to fight. And I saw my sisters and they husband fight. I was like, and they kids. So I was like, no, that, no, I ain't gonna be able to do it. So I changed the I changed it. You have to change it. Don't say what you can't do because I told you. In the last podcast, you can do In the last podcast, you can do all things through Christ. Anything is possible. I've said the impossible because anything is possible. You can change it. You are more than a conqueror more than a victory you are you can do it number two people may have been uh, people may have said something to do with how you can get out of a situation people may have said something to do what people may have said have people may have had something to do with how you got in a situation thank you but only you can decide whether you stay in that situation or not only you can change it. So just because some people may have 
has something to do with the situation that you may be currently in, but only you can decide where you stay in that situation. Me, I chose to get out of the situation. I knew I had to do it for the better for me and for my kids. So I did. Yes, was I scared? I'm not going to sit here and lie. I was scared because I, because he tried to have somebody break in into my um, into my house when I left. He tried to do that. And then he was going around telling people that I would be back. You know, this, I left in 2007. I ain't been back since. And we are in 2023. So you have the ability to change the situation. You can do it. You can stay out of that's why I always, that's why it's so very important to just know that you can do it. It might not, you might feel like, oh, Lord, I can't do this. But say, for instance, you and your friends are in a car or whatever, y'all driving. I would get them to my kids. Um, and, you know, they've been drinking, but you don't drink. And they try to make you do stuff that you know you don't do. Uh, they say they probably smoking and drinking. You don't do none of that. But the peer pressure or they say, oh, you can do it. Come on, your mom won't find out. You can do X, Y, Z. Yes, I will find out. But <laughs> but they have the ability. I teach. Me, I tell my kids, they have the ability to change the situation. Me, like, if you, if anything makes you feel uncomfortable, call me and I come get you. Whatever. You have the ability to get yourself out of that situation. Oh, you can just stay in there and suffer the consequences. So, meaning, like, you have the ability. Only you can decide whether you stay in the situation or you leave the situation. Number three, the victim mentality is when we take full responsibility for our attitudes and, direct, and direction in our life. In Deuteronomy 30, 15, 19, they see, I have set before you this day life and prosperity and death and adversity. So choose life that both you and your descendants might live the victorious abundance of God kind of life. So you have the ability. That's why it's so very important to watch what you say. Like the tongue is very powerful just like the mind is very powerful. So you have to be careful what you say. Be like, if you choose life, you have to do life. Don't be saying like, um, like when people get sick, or um, I was talking to this lady yesterday, and she said, she was coughing, so I hope you get the better yourself. I'm about to be out of here anyway. I was like, who told you that? And then I had another lady I talked to, she would not start working because she feel like if she stopped working, she would die. I was like, who, who told you? Somebody told you if you stop working, you're going to die. But that's the, that's the mentality that they have. But we have to take responsibility. I take responsibility for whatever I put me in my key. Whatever situation I feel like I put myself in, it's my fault. I can't be like, oh, why this happened to me? I can't believe this. I take responsibility. Like when I chose to, um, when I know I should have left my kids daddy a long, long time ago, but so dumb and whatever, whatever the case may be. I took responsibility, so then I said, okay, it's time for me to get out of the situation. Yes, was it hard, but I had to take the first step. All God wants us to do is take the first initiative step. Everything else, he said, if you just take the step, I got you. I got you the rest of the way. But we have to take responsibility for what for our attitudes. And you know, sometimes we can get attitudes with people, and we can say things the wrong way. We must take responsibility. Number four. Act the Holy Spirit to help you. Full responsibility does not mean you are in it alone. God is on our side and he will help us. It is a na- it's natural to look for help, but let it come from God. John 16, 13 says the Holy Spirit is our helper. When we have his help, we do not need to blame anyone for anything. We blame, we blame when we feel hopeless, but we're not. 
So when we start saying like we can't do this X Y Z, we start blaming people. Oh, this should have never happened, or whatever the case may be. No, God said He have a help. It's okay to ask for help. He did not say you had to do this alone. Why? Because God is on your side. But He said when you do ask for help, let it come from Him. Because sometimes you can ask people to help you, and they will be like, No, I mean they won't tell you. No. They're like, Yeah, I, I do it. But when you really, but when it's time for them to come help you, they never show up or they never just follow through. Whatever the case may be. Don't know why they do that. Because when I um got ready to leave, nobody helped me. I packed up and I just left. Meaning like I packed up and left. Left Longview and moved to Houston. They was like, oh, family. What you going to do, Felicia? I don't know. I didn't know. All I did was I took the step. I took the step and they said, okay, God. You got me here, here in Houston. I don't know what you got, what you got planned, but I'm ready. You know, like I had to. Yes, did I say I was a victim? Like why I have to go through this? Oh God, you see that I'm. I pay my tithes. I go to church. I do X, Y, Z. Why is this happening to me? Yes, I played that victim to Jesus. I'm not gonna use that a lot. I've done it plenty of times. <laughs> but I knew that God was right there through my by my side every step of the way. Ever since I've been in Houston. Me and my kids have not want for nothing. Meaning, like, God would just bring people across our path. When we went to the, um, when we first came out here, we started saying verses, and they had, like, a, um, a Christmas thing for the church. People were just giving us, giving my kids clothes. I really didn't care about clothes because all I want to make sure, as long as my kids were happy, I'll be happy. That was just me. But they made sure we was all happy. When we went to the shelter, we lost everything in the, um, hurricane. I have, they made sure we have furniture, they made sure we had a vehicle, they made sure we had food. They, all God wanted us to do was just take the initiative, take responsibility. Okay, I know what I have to do. From this point, point, point on, I know what I have to do. I'm gonna take responsibility. Yes, I messed up. I did XYZ back then, but this time I'm gonna do it right. Meaning like I gotta change the way I do different things. And I did that. So you're not alone. The Holy Spirit is our help. He will help us when we feel we blame when we feel helpless, but we're not. So you're not helpless because God is right there with you. He sent the Holy Spirit as our helper. Number five, understand the root word of responsibility is respond. We may not be able to control everything that others do to us, but we control our response. And response lies our freedom and our growth. That is so true. Meaning like we may not be able to control what other people do to us, but we control our response. Um I remember, because I do deal with anxiety, and I was working for the school district, so I got very close to this one lady, because I'm very private. I really don't like to tell people about what I deal with, because people are so judgmental. People just don't understand what it's like to deal with different stuff. So my thing was, I could not drive in my car without talking to somebody. I could leave home, and by half, by the time I get halfway to the, to work, my mind gets racing. Like, I got to hurry up and get there, or... What is my mommy saying? Like, something's going to happen to you, the car. It is my mind be raced. There have been plenty of times where I have turned around in a 360 on the, in the middle of an intersection and raced back home and almost had a wreck or whatever. I have done it. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I have done it. So I um, this, I called this lady one day and and I told her, can she just talk to me to at least get halfway to work? She's like, yeah, sure. We kept the game good, really tight, you know, really close at work or whatever. And, um, so one day I come to work and, you know, some when people deal with mental health, they not themselves, but I was myself. But to that day, I just want to be 
not be bothered. I just wanted to be left alone for a time until I just felt like it was okay for me to talk or whatever. And then she said, you walking around with an attitude X, Y, Z. I was like, uh, this, I just said to myself, not today. I can't because I already deal with a lot as it is. Um, so she was like, oh, you walking around with an attitude. And I'm the one that talked you off the ledge when she said that. I just said, that's it. I'll never talk to her again. I mean, like, I could have responded because I could have went there with her. I almost did. I almost went there with her. But I was like, it is not even worth it. So I just started listening, putting my gospel music on, putting my headphones in my ear. And listen. And I just went to God. Instead of going to somebody else and just crying, it's like, oh my God, look what, no. I said, God, look what she did to me. I said, God, I never do, I would never throw nobody's stuff back up in their face or whatever. I could have went off. I could have just, I lost my job because I would have just had a fight with her. But I didn't even respond to her. Because we can't control how they're going to respond. We can't control how they're going to do. But I was like, God, I'm tired. Look how she did me. I just, I just went to God in tears. I went to the bathroom and I just cried. When I came back, I said nothing. So I told God, you have to remove me or remove her before the situation get worse. So God moved me to a different department. And in that different department, I was like, I can't do this. This is not my cup of tea. But no matter what, she still always tried to be my friend. Because she was a bully. And I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna deal with this. So I stayed there in uh, 20, mm, I think it was 22, yeah. Um, uh, the spring break of 2022, I would say, okay, God, I had, I already got the job. I already had got a job offer or whatever, but I was just waiting for them. So I said, okay, I'll be, I'll finish this. I go take off for spring break. Or whatever, because I went to school, so we had to hold off for spring break, and then I just put in my notice for April the first. That was gonna be my last day. No, God said I want you at home resting, and the whole spring break, I put in my notice that I was not coming back to work anymore, and I sat at home. I did not start my new job until April the was it April or April the fifth. I sat at home relaxed, uh, just resting my mind, resting my body. It was relaxing. All I did was this. Be me. And I think God said, you needed this. God told me, okay, you need this. You, you need to rest. So, no matter how people respond, you have to be, you can't control how people respond. You just have to be better than them. Because I could have went there with her, but I did. Okay, number six. Do not give your power away. We give out, we give away our power to live in victory, health, and success. When we allow others to determine how we respond, we have the power to forgive, we have the power to recover, and we have the power to overcome anything. When we blame others, we give away that power to them. Yes, that is so true because there have been times I felt like um, I gave my power away. Because we can't control how how people are going to act. We can't control none of that. But we can control how we're going to act. Why? Because we have the power to forgive. We can't forgive and love them from a distance. We have the power to recovery. And we have the power to overcome anything. That means God has already gave us the ability to overcome anything. Yes, you might be going through something right now, but you have the ability to overcome anything. Because you, you can forgive somebody and be like, okay, I forgive and poof, go on. That's it. I I have a, um, a relative. And her and this person used to be together for a long time. They had kids together and they got divorced. But they so... She have not really forgave him. Not really. She might, might say she had, but she haven't. But every time, you know, something go on with the kids where they have to be there for them, it's just like, I'm not coming around them because she's there. 
talking about her ex-husband. But I was like, I don't care who's there. But if that's your child, you need to be there. It's just like, she, I don't want to be there. Listen, I think she probably don't want to cause no Because my sister's so crazy. So she might don't want to cause no drama, whatever. But this, my thing is, you give your power away to somebody else. Walk in that room like you own. Walk in there like you the president. Like, this, I'm supposed to be here because that's just, that's your child. So you can't give that power away to somebody. Yes, I do know it's hard to for be able to forgive because there was a hard time that I had to forgive my kid's dad. I mean, like, every time I saw him, I wanted to run him over. Basically, I did. I really truly did. I'm not going to say him a lot. I did. Every time I, I just wanted to run him over and just say, ooh, my feet, my feet, um, Mr. Brakes. But what was that going to do? I was going to be in jail and my kids going to be in the system. So, I didn't want that. Dealt. Yeah, but I had to forgive. I had to write that. But plenty of times I had to write a note to myself. Well, write a note to him. Note to God and say, God, I forgive X, Y, Z, this person, this person, that person. I had to do that. Now, if I was to see him, I probably wouldn't know who he was. And he probably wouldn't face me because why I have the, I have the power to forgive. And I have moved on from that chapter. Number seven, take control of what God has given you. The master said to his servant who hired his talent, why didn't you at least invest my money so that I can receive interest? That's in Matthew 25, 24, 7. He blamed his master and accused himself. As a result, he fell to the temptation of resentment and fear. He lost everything because he had no he had a victim mentality. So take control of what you what God has given you. Don't be talking about, oh, I should have. Why you didn't do this? Or ask somebody why they didn't do that for you. No, you take control because you do not want to have that victim mentality. So don't be going around talking about, oh, I'm a victim. Popo me why I'm going through this. I guess I'm the only single mother going through this. Because I didn't say all of those. I have said it all. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I say, oh, I ain't say none of that. I have said it all. God, I know I'll be like, why I'm the only one going through Everybody else is not struggling. Why I'm the only one struggling? Because in my mind, I don't see nobody else. It's just always me. I'm the one that's struggling. Why is I'm going through XYZ? I pay my tithes. I go to church. I do this. But yet and still, I, I blame. I'm playing the victim. I'm just like, well, now, I don't say nothing because I had. I'm telling you this before I go into my last conclusion. <sighs> I played this victim. I played, I was complaining. I had my son. I had went to the hospital and the left side of my face had swelled up because I had, there were bad allergies, sinus. I had a bad sinus infection. And my left side of my face swelled up. So it was raining. Well, it wasn't raining at first when I went to the, where I work at, to, to the human resource place for the, for the school that. So it wasn't raining then. So I'm sitting up there complaining because I had called and said, I still wasn't feeling good, but they wanted me to come to work. And I was like, I can't come to work. I'm in pain and X, Y, Z or whatever. So I went, I went up there to talk to them and see what I had to do or whatever. And they said, oh, you can be replaced. So I'm in the car complaining. <laughs> oh, in the car complaining with this man and my son. I'm in the car complaining, playing this victim. Like, I'm trying to do this. Why I'm the only one I have to go through? Well, I was older. So, my son told me, Mama, be quiet. Stop talking. Or whatever. It was thunder and lightning. Was it thunder? I don't think it was. It was just raining really bad. So, I was like, whatever. Thank God. I was not listening. He told me two times to be quiet. Stop. I think maybe two or three. Hey, remember, he just told me, Mama, stop. It's going to be okay. I ain't hear nothing. I'm in there having my mom playing the victim, complaining, doing all of that. I mean, when I said I was going on it, I was, honey, I was at it. Then we got halfway to where it was like a, 
a grocery store. It was a grocery store, like a little shopping center up and down. It was something like that. And it, I guess God was like, okay, he, she won't listen to her son. I'm going to make her listen to me. So, he was driving. He was, I wasn't even driving bad, but I was driving slow because it was raining so bad that I really couldn't see. Uh, was in front of me because that's how bad it was raining. Um, so I kept on coming. He's like, Mom, be quiet. Just be quiet. It's going to be okay. Everything's going to work out. Mom, just be quiet. He just kept saying, I was like, I don't want to hear all that. You don't even know the half of the story. I'm the second parent. I'm the one that got to go through this. I got to take care of y'all three. We may not have this. Act. I was going down that list. And then God said, okay. So he's like, it was so loud. It was thunder and lightning all together. It's like the lightning like went right in front of my car. It lit up, lit up the whole car. Lit up the whole car. And the hair on my arm was like, it, it, it stood up. It was like, it was so scary because I thought I got struck. The car got struck by like, that's how loud it was. And then God told me, my son said, I told you to be quiet. So I had to pull over because it scared me so bad. So I said, okay, from that point on, yes, I do complain a little. I still do, but I don't do like I used to. I don't give God a whole spirit because I was like, okay, let me just shut up before. I guess he got mad because he's, because my son did tell me it's going to be okay. Be quiet. But no, I had to just have my moment. So I'm not saying y'all do that. Don't have a moment because that was me. That was me when I was not. I could, I was close. I knew God was going to do it, but in me, I just had to have my moment. Like people, it's okay to have a moment, but I'm just saying don't stay in those moments because whoo. He scared me. So now, if I if I try to complain or I try to play that victim, I said, oh, nope, don't worry about it. I ain't got nothing to say. Just, you know, I just left. I just leave it alone because I'm, I don't want to get, I don't want that to happen to me again. So, that's what I do. So now, we're at think it and say it. No one can keep me down. I'm not a victim. I'm a victim. I take full responsibility for my response in life. My attitude and my decision. Holy Spirit, I'm asking you for your help. You live in me and you are my helper. I refuse to give away my power by blaming others. I take responsibility for my thought and action and my reaction. I abandon the idea that my situation is to follow anyone else. I have, I am an overcomer. I am more than a conqueror in Jesus' name. So, you're not a victim no more. Stop saying you're a victim because you're not. Why? Because Jesus said you are victorious. So we need to take full responsibility of how we respond to life. Sometimes, you know, as as we know when things go wrong in our life, we were like, oh, why this happened? We have to be like, okay, yes, I remember what I was saying. I does, I do, I don't do this. Well, I do do this at times. Like something go wrong, like, oh my God, why did that happen? But then I was like, okay, wait a minute. It did not catch God by surprise. Why should it be catching me by surprise? We need to learn how to. Okay, something might happen. Yes, we are gonna have a moment. But like what? But, you know, but then we're like, okay, God, we, we just, I have to start praying and start believing that God's going to work it out. That's what he wants us to do. He don't want us to be like playing the victim. He wants us to be victorious. So that is my spell for today. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to have an amazing, awesome Tuesday. And just know you are not a victim. You are victorious. Why? Because he sent the Holy Spirit. He sent you a helper. And he's going to be there with you every step of the way. So until next time, y'all be blessed.